Hey, Russell fans. You're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 0.5, Developmental Talent. What's up, Warheads? How's it going? I still love that so much. I know. I shortened it already. I was like, oh, we're done. We're just going <laughs> to, no more Wednesday Night Warheads, right in the Warheads. Yeah. You got to brand it. I like I'm going to make t-shirts. People can buy them. Are we going to go to a pro wrestling tees store? No. Do they let anybody have those? <laughs> I think so. Okay, well then maybe. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, so, very uh, interesting week to talk about tonight. Um, we're going to get in a little bit of news first before we get into the obvious. Yeah, news. Lots of news. Yes. A little bit of news. Not L- a ton of news. A little bit of news. Right? So... Uh, AEW, we'll start with them first because mm-hmm. I feel like there's not a ton to talk about right now. No, being real quiet. Yeah, which I get it. You're not on TV yet, so it's it's whatever. So they officially named the show AEW Dynamite. Tuesday Night Dynamite. Did they say that or no? no? Well, it's Wednesday night. It's Wednesday night. Wednesday That's night right. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Yep. <laughs> so they, Part na- of me is. <laughs> they named it. All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. That's dumb. That was like the rumor for it for a while. Yeah, I get it. Dynamite, Nitro. Yeah. Tony Giovanni's there. Knight, Dynamite. Mike Tanay can't be that far behind. Oh, Lucha Liberty, Lucha Style. I love Mike Tanay. (laughs) Only if we can get Super Calo there as well. That's... Give it time. (laughs) uh, That's really... I don't think they really had a lot of noise this week. Not a ton. Um, they did. They put a commercial out during the first hour of NXT. They did do that. Didn't I didn't they? see it because I DVR'd it and fast forward through the commercials. Okay. But uh, rumor is that they had a commercial during this first hour of NXT, which is a good move. Smart yeah, move. Smart. I guess. Why not? I would piss, pissed Vince off. Oh, I'm sure. I, I pissed me off. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I I will move along to my. Um, uh, being the elite correspondence. Yes. Yeah. Since I don't, I tried to watch it this week, and uh, it's I'll, terrible. I can't do it. See. All right. So here's where I differ a little bit. So here are my thoughts on being the elite. Okay. You like watching SCU order food? That's my thoughts on being the elite. Oh. All right. Good. Because that's fucking boring. Yeah. Well. Why? Like, what is the point? I didn't watch it, so I don't know. It. It. It, it sucked. That's sure. it. Yeah. Dead silence. I don't think I could do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, so, but somebody who was featured on being the elite. Uh oh. Made some strange comments oh. uh, that came out in an interview today. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna let you. Okay. Take the reins on this first. Okay. Because I want to see what you have to say. All right. And then I'll I'll counteract. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to counterpoint. Okay. Probably not. But I'll I'll give you my my thoughts on it as well. But okay. The floor is yours. All right. Uh, so Kenny Omega opened his big stupid mouth, and uh, said some things in an interview. And was he in Singapore? I think he was somewhere. Somewhere. But anyway, somebody asked him about going up against NXT on Wednesdays, and. Uh, he just had a few things to say, which I, I have the transcripts of here because I, I don't want to misquote anyone. Uh, he said things like, you can call it a war if you want, uh, but they're in a completely different kind of business. What they're doing is different. Uh, it's hard to say you're going to war with people he calls his friends. 
Uh, but he looks at the grand picture and he says, if I'm going to war with dudes that if we were on the same show together, the same show and the same promotion, let's pretend there's no wars. Let's pretend there were no promotions. Let's pretend there's just one promotion. If these guys were on the same show as me, they'd be in the dark match. They'd be in the opening match for my main event match. You're going to call that a war. You're going to call that competition. Go ahead. Maybe it's fun for you to do. Uh, blah, 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 10,000 plus arenas sold out, smiles on fans' faces. You're going to see real stars, not developmental talent, but real stars appearing on your television sets every week. And that's bullshit. Uh, I've never been super high on Kenny Omega myself. Uh, he's put some really good matches together. I've been entertained by his stuff. He does a lot of goofy things in the ring. Uh, he does even goofier things when he's paired with the Young Bucks. Um, but he's had good matches. His New Japan matches were in insane. I don't know if they're six or seven stars worthy, but he's had some really good matches. But the guy's a goof, and this just makes me seem like the dude's a shithead. Uh, I get it. You want to build up this. You actually do want to build up this war. That's what this is, because everybody's going to be talking about him in an otherwise slow and quiet AEW week. But to say that about guys when there's Matt Riddle is over there and Keith Lee is over there, and the people who've come out of NXT, like, they're, they're developmental guys to the E. They're not, they're, they're stars anywhere else. They're bigger stars in this country than Kenny is. Kenny's a huge country in, Can in Canada, or a huge country, a huge star in Canada, huger star in Japan. But I don't know that he's that well-known to your average viewer, right? So if, and I get it, they want to rile up their AEW fan base, but they probably also want some crossover, right? They want some people who are watching WWE TV to start watching AEW. And I just think if you're fans of these people on NXT, of the Garganos, and again, the Keith Lees, and your Matt Riddles, and your Killian Danes, and your Velveteen Dreams, you're going to say that Velveteen Dream would be on the dark match of any show that Kenny Omega's on? It's insane. And he backtracked a little today. Said Somebody called him out about saying that about Matt Riddle, and he was like, no, me and Matt are friends, exception to every rule. I'm like, if you're going to say something, back it up. Stick to it or shut up, right? I, I just, I don't get it, especially when you look at AEW's roster. And I'm not going to make fun of anybody on AEW. AEW, I like a good portion of their roster, and I like what they're doing, but even less people know who MJF is. MJF is fantastic. I think he's got a great look, and he's a great talker, and he's good in the ring, but he's, what is he? Nobody, he's not known on a national level. Even if you want to go to the guy next to Kenny in AEW with Cody, Cody never broke through to that top of the WWE, so I just don't get it. I don't I don't get that sort of I mean I get it from a business standpoint because they're trying to drudge up that sort of hatred and that war and that fighting and get all the ravenous AEW guys who own their jackets and their every single t-shirt to go out there and be pissed off and yell at NXT. I just I don't I don't get insulting the workers. Insult the insult Vince and insult the the way they run things maybe cuz you know, there's plenty to talk about in the way the E runs things or the way they bury these NXT guys when they get to the main roster. But, man, to just straight up say that these talent is dark match guys is its insulting to me as a fan who watches these guys, especially a show like we're going to talk about later that was really good with some really great stuff. And, like, tell Walter to his face that he's a dark match guy on any show that Kenny Omega is on. See what happens, Kenny. 
like I just I I don't get it. It just makes him seem like a douchebag. And I already kind of felt like he was a douchebag, but at least I was watching him wrestle and not worrying about it because he would entertain me as a wrestler. Still don't know how he does the V trigger as well as he does. But when I see this, I'm just like, oh, all right. Well, now that you're opening your mouth, I'm less excited for your matches because you're a douchebag. And Chris Jericho becomes the best Canadian wrestler in the world again. All right. That's why I, I wanted you to, to get out what you had to say about it. Okay. So, again, I'm not going to make any, a counterpoint, really. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, I get it from a business decision. Yeah, you pro- no, no promo is bad promo. You want people talking about this war. As much as they're going to say it's not a war, it is. I, I, you know, I look at it this way. Kenny, he's not just a wrestler under contract. He is one of the executive vice presidents. As is every other person in that company. Um, you know, you they want to talk about how... It, and I think that they need to get their narrative straight because you have guys like Jericho saying... We're not in competition with them. Mm-hmm. We need to focus on ourselves. Yeah. And then you have other guys, such as Cody Smashing Thrones. Yep. Um, you have Pro Wrestling Tees. I don't know if you saw this or not. but I didn't. So NXT, they put out about like 30 t-shirts okay. for everybody on the roster. Mm-hmm. The designs are... I've seen worse, mm-hmm. but I've also seen a lot better. It looks like somebody just went in Photoshop real quick and threw something together. Yeah. Well, Pro Wrestling Tees tweets at the Young Bucks, Hey, Bucks, we made these designs real quick. We wanted to make sure that we had them out in order for you know your debut on TV. And it's real like, like they're trying to make fun of it, basically. And it's like... You have that. Then you have Omega with these stupid ass comments. And I don't understand where it's coming from. So, (laughs) as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted... Like yes. Fucking bear trying to get into your trash outside. Yeah, there was a pot. There was a break. I had to stop the recording because there was a bear outside, just outside the door here. We're recording. That bear has been getting into my garbage like crazy. He caused a ruckus. We described the ruckus, <laughs> and we went out to see if he was still out there. And lucky for that bear, he was already gone. I wonder if it was like that bullshit bullet club bear that they had with them for a while. What was it called? Bear Folly. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I think it was Barry the Bear. Oh, all right. I'll get those creative juices flowing. Uh, so, all right, go ahead. Back to, uh, back yeah. to your rant about back, Kenny Omega, back to, not about bears. Yeah, back to Mr. Omega. So he made those comments today in that interview talking about, you know, guys in NXT wouldn't even – or they'd be in the dark match on shows that he's on. Um, I, I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. Um, you can show most wrestling fans a picture of, we'll just say Adam Cole, and show them a picture of Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. More are gonna know who Adam Cole is. Yeah. More are gonna know Velveteen Dream over Sammy Guevara. Sure. I don't think I could pick Kip Sabian out of a lineup. Yeah, the, the I only, watch wrestling. The only thing I know about Kip Sabian was he kissed that one dude on the mouth on the one show. He kissed the fan on the mouth when he was the fan was getting in his face. Oh, that was him, <laughs> and it was great. Yeah, all right, I like that guy. Yeah. So with Omega's comments, like I was, I was saying, I, I, I understand it 
from a business standpoint, yeah. Pro- promo standpoint makes sense, but didn't it just didn't seem like promotion? It was I don't know. From an executive yeah. vice president standpoint, though, mm-hmm. so far most things that they're saying, these guys are full of shit. Yeah, we're not in competition. You know, they do their thing, we do our thing. We're going to be the alternative. You're the only one taking shots. Mm-hmm. I don't recall seeing anybody else taking shots. No. The only thing I ever remember uh, was Triple H at the Hall of Fame called him. Anybody could be yeah. an EVP of a pissant company. Yeah, other That was than, it. Other than NXT literally jumping the gun on them going live on Wednesdays. Yeah. That's it. Um, Which, to that... What did you think was going to yeah, happen? Yeah, exactly. Do you, you really think Vince was just going to let you guys, you know, walk away from this? Especially when you get Moxley on the show. Like, he's just going to let you. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you know what? You guys can have Wednesday. That's yours. You yeah. go right ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, they're just, they're not, they're not winning anybody over. And that's the thing that concerns me. I want good wrestling from everyone. I want AEW to succeed. Even though I don't like uh, some of their, their executive vice presidents, I still want them to succeed because I want more good wrestling, and they have people on the roster that the E will never sign. Ever. So they're giving these people the spotlight. They signed Orange Cassidy, and Orange Cassidy is going to be on national television. That's amazing. But what happens when the hardcore fans start to dwindle off? Yeah. Where's the rest of this fan base you're supposed to be winning over? How are you going to get people? You're not going to get people to switch over from NXT by saying those guys are on dark matches. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And if you want to do what you're doing, bring in Shivani and call it Dynamite and kind of try and bring back that nostalgia effect of WCW Monday Nitro, what happened when... The Nitro was like, eh, don't switch over. Mick Foley's winning the championship, and he's nobody. Everybody switched, and it like it caused this, the, a big switch in a shift yeah. in ratings and television and all of that kind of stuff. That, that tactic doesn't work. So back it up. Say stuff that matters, but like, I just it, don't bash fellow wrestlers. Wrestler to wrestler, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's different when, back in the day, DX marching on WCW saying, let our friends go. It wasn't necessarily an, an all-out attack on the other wrestlers. This is your personally attacking wrestlers that you know, that you wrestled with on the indies. You know, you've shared locker rooms with all of these people. And you're going to be like, oh, they're all crap. They're dark matches. They're, but they're not. They're, a lot of these guys are indie headliners for a long time and are now getting their break. I mean, a lot of them are also Punishment Martinez. But more so than not, it's your Velveteens, your Riddles, your Killian Danes, your Keith Lees, your Johnny Garganos. I mean, those guys are great wrestlers. And maybe AEW doesn't match up to them yet. I don't, I don't see Jungle Boy being on the main event of an indie show. I, I'm fine with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. But they're not going to be on a card over someone like Johnny Gargano. Never. Even before Gargano was on NXT, Gargano would be at the top of that card over Absolutely. those guys. So it just doesn't make any sense. A personal attack wrestler, the wrestler doesn't make any sense. Attack Vince, attack Shane, attack Trips. Go after all those people. That's fine. But to just say that these wrestlers aren't worth it is it's just a shitty war tactic to me yeah and you know i I instantly thought of back with the monday night wars it you know you watch all these documentaries and everything all these years later and 
they always say it wasn't the boys versus the boys. Mm-hmm. We didn't care. Yeah. We wanted that. They were making money. We're making money. Yep. They didn't care. It's the companies. Mm-hmm. You don't go and attack the boys. Yeah. Because you never know when your billionaire owner will mm-hmm. pull the plug. It's true. And then you're then yep. where are you going to go? They, they already all feel they're untouchable. And Cody probably does too. I see it more out of Kenny in the Bucks. But it's probably all of them. They feel that they're this untouchable thing. They keep saying that we're different. Kenny says it in there. You know, we're, in a, we're not even in the same business. You are in the same business. Absolutely you are. You know, as much as Vince and the E wants to say, well, we're, we're not wrestling. We're entertainment. I don't agree with that. You're still wrestling. He can call whatever he wants. But from the person sitting on their couch or sitting in the arenas, it's wrestling. Nobody says, I bought tickets to the sports entertainment show. Nobody says, I got front row at sports entertainment. I got front row at wrestling. I'm going to watch wrestling, guys. I got wrestling tickets. Holy shit, wrestling's coming to the arena. You know, that... I just... I don't get it. It's just baffling to me. I think it's a bad tactic. Uh, It doesn't... It just doesn't bring me to the table for AEW to be like, let's watch these guys. I'm going to be like, no, you're shitting on guys that are putting on great matches. This NXT show, which we're going to talk about again, was really good. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. And maybe they feel threatened. You know, from a a level of this podcast, I hope they keep doing it. I hope Kenny puts his foot in his mouth every week because it gives us something to talk about. You know, it gives us a news segment because AEW is making no other splashes. They talk about nothing else. You know, there's some matches announced for the first Dynamite, but they, they don't talk about anybody else. There's nothing. So, you know, keep talking bullshit, Kenny, and the box and whoever else, and we'll keep talking about it here, which is great for this podcast, and maybe it'll get us more listeners, but... And keep tagging the podcast on anything stupid Kenny Omega says, but <laughs> I, I don't know. As a wrestling fan, it's not the way I wanted to see them go at it. I liked the you have wrestling, we have wrestling, who's ever better wrestling will prevail. And already they're like, well, our wrestling's better, but also your guys are stupid as fuck. And I'm like, nah, Kenny, they're just, they're not. Well, again, the, say that to Walter. Say it to Pete Dunn. Put, hold out your hand. Point a finger at Pete Dunn and say, you're, a, you're, you're nothing but a dark matcher. Not even a mid-carder, a dark matcher. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, you know, the old saying, you don't punch down. It's true. And I, don't, I can't recall, and I'm, I hope somebody corrects me if I'm wrong, yeah. about any of the NXT guys taking shots at AEW unprovoked. Yeah. The only thing, like, Don, Dominic Dijakovic, mm-hmm. he responded to yeah. Kenny, just basically saying, like, hey, we were on this same show. My match with Keith Lee blew yours out of the fucking water. Yep. Um, you know, and that's where I think it's one thing to say something about a company. Yeah. Don't talk down to the boys, though. Yeah. Because it, it, that, and, and you know what, hey, um, and I'm sure he'll say, oh, um, it's a work, guys. Yeah, you know, they'll, 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 they'll back down for sure. I mean, he already did a little bit with the Matt Rule thing, saying, well, there's exceptions every rule. And he'll slowly back down if, if if they feel that as an organization that's not the direction they want to go in. I don't even know if that if that's how they'll feel. Um, and, I, again, I get it. It's, it was supposed to be a promo thing. It's supposed to get people to do exactly what we're doing right now. It's yeah. supposed to get us talking about AEW because they haven't put on a show in a few weeks. NXT's out every week. People are talking about it every week. And they need to keep something going. So, And, you know, Kenny's in Singapore. The Bucks are uh, who knows and who cares. Um, they're doing the being elite, but nobody nobody talks about that really. It yeah. gets it gets retweeted and posted by the by the crew and everyone, all the fans who like them, which is great. I'm glad people have that to like. I I don't. Um, doesn't mean I don't like AEW. I just don't like that being the elite stuff. 
so I don't know. They're just they're not getting me to like them and the willing to support them. Like they have to win people over. Kenny isn't a big star in this country. Indie fans know who he is, but those same indie fans know who Keith Lee is and all Absolutely. these Gargano, all these people. So like, uh, I don't know. I just, it's just a bad tactic. I hope they rethink some of the stuff um, and just don't let these guys who don't have this sort of media training, which they've proven again and again that they're other than Cody. Their EVPs don't have media training, so they're just running at the mouth. And I think they're, they're eventually it's going to come back to bite them a little bit. Yeah. So I'm going to say two last things about it, and then yeah, I do we'll I, 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 I do yeah. want to move on. Yeah. Um. So I've never bought into company wars. Yeah. I've never bought into I'm I'm a WCW guy and that's it and mm-hmm. fuck WWF and uh you know I'm a new Japan guy so fuck all Japan. I've never bought into it. It's yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Like it. If it's yeah. good then then what are you bitching about? Yeah. Who cares where exactly. you're getting the source from? As long as the people that are running the company aren't giant pieces of shit, which <laughs> too that late could be, that could be said about ends. a few people. Yeah. But if you're okay with it, who cares? Yeah. This is something that you and I have been watching since we were little kids. Mm-hmm. It's something I'll watch until the day I fucking die. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah, and that's another point. that, like With NXT, like Triple H is a guy who kind of went to bat for these indie stars. Who Vince thinks they're all too small. Oh, absolutely. You know, and he, Triple H went to bat for these people and got them a show and put them on the network. And a bunch of them have gotten called up on, more than they ever had a chance before. If you're under six foot... You don't get in the E unless you're a special talent. Yeah. And so Triple H is one of these guys who, is, if, even if you don't like him, even if Kenny Omega has a problem with him, he went to bat for a lot of people who wouldn't have had a shot at the WWE and now are there and flourishing in some capacity or the other. So I just don't get it. I've always had my preferences. You said you, you never picked, you know, company wars. I always liked WCW a little bit more, but I always watched both. You know, I go where my wrestler, where my favorite wrestlers are in the early 2000s. All Japan. Now it's New Japan. I, but it doesn't mean I hate the other companies. Exactly. I have my preferences. But man, AEW is really trying to get me to hate them and be like, why do I want to watch these idiots who are just running their mouths? And then, you know, what Meltzer are going to tell them how great they are every week? I just don't care. It, it, it's, it's really, it's a turnoff for me pretty big. Yeah, and I know that they're pandering to their fans who are f- fiercely loyal. Mm-hmm. I will give them that. They tapped into it, mm-hmm. and they got them hook, line, and sinker. It, it works for their fan base, but how big can that fan base actually be? And, and that's what I mean, you know. I understand things of the digital age. Mm-hmm. There's more view viewers than ever. Sure. But... To someone like me, I don't know. I I, I don't like that shit, like, enough. Yeah. Uh, just put on your shows, focus mm-hmm. on your shows, stop talking shit about the other boys. Yep. So that's – I'm going to end it on that. Till they say something stupid again, that's the last we're going to say about it. Exactly. Let's talk about NXT. Last the debut of NXT on USA. Yeah. Last, the first hour. The anyway. first, <laughs> first hour. Yeah. Last night's show opened up mm-hmm. with Uncle Paul. Yep, with his uh, newly dyed beard. That beard was dark. <laughs> that beard has not been that dark in ten years, at least. You know, it's a close-up of his face, it and it's this epic, stoic mm-hmm. shit. And you know what? 
fine. This is your baby. Mm-hmm. This is your passion project. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. With, I know a lot of people I saw online were like, "Ooh, it's all got to be about him." And yeah, put him on. He's let, let somebody, fans know that this is exactly. the guy somebody behind have, it. Somebody doesn't have the network. There's got to be people out there that don't. The yeah, the numbers aren't that good. Yeah. Turns on the NXT. Let's see what this is about. And the first face they see is what is he, fourteen or fifteen time world champion? Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's your gateway in. I know that guy. Oh, this is his thing. Cool. Yeah. Well, see, it's it's a recognizable face. It's you know they put Triple H at the front of NXT to sort of welcome people and make that link to wrestling that you remember. And AEW takes it to the extreme and puts the belt on a forty year old dude who probably shouldn't have the belt. Yeah, and you didn't see trips the rest of the night. Nope. That was it. Yep. We'll talk it was, about even shorter than I thought because I watched this afterwards on DVR. You did, yeah. And I saw people tweeting about like, oh, tri- that's this Triple H is in the beginning, but I was like, oh, great. I thought he was going to come out and give the whole sure. thing and call everybody out. And it was like twenty seconds. Yeah, it was in and out. It was quick. It was mean Triple H. He was sweaty. Uh, <laughs> it was fine. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, his beard was definitely dyed, as was Morrow's hair. We're going to talk about We're going to talk a lot about Morrow. But for first, we're going to get into the first match. So there's a number one contendership four-way for mm-hmm. the women's belt. Mia Yim, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae. Yes. Went about 10 minutes. Okay. Candice got the W. She did. What did you think of the match? As I teased to you before, favorite match of the two hours. Okay. Uh, I just, it was short. Everybody got their shit in. There were some really hard hits. Everybody got a cool entrance, got a time to shine, get to do their thing. Um, I I dug it. Uh, Candice LeRae is, out of those four, probably my least favorite. Not that that means she... I don't think she's bad by any means. Um, but she wasn't the one I was rooting for. I was hoping, really, would have been happier with any of the three. I really like Bianca Belair. I thought she looked great in this match. They all, they they all, all looked, looked great. Awesome. They all got their shit in. It all looked good. There was, like, the, the rhythm was there. The pacing wasn't off. It was all good, solid hits, good wrestling moves. Uh, and it was, def- it was, after watching the full two hours, like, that was my favorite match. Uh, just because it did exactly what it needed to and was supposed to do. Um, which is important. Yeah, and that's awesome. I, I'm with you on it. I thought it yes. was a great sprint. They, it was fun. It yeah. was action-packed. That's how you want to start it. If you're going to say, hey, this is the company where we're no bullshit, yep. kick it off that way. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. Their, their women's division is great. Yep. I love the talent that and they have there. If it there. went 20 minutes, it would have been too long. Agreed. Everybody got their Agreed. shit in. That did what they needed to do. Perfect timing. Established every single one of them. Their personalities got out. You Four people told the 10-minute match the way it was supposed to be told, which is why it was my favorite of the night. And I mean, every match is actually really good. But that was my favorite of the night. I do want to mention a few things, though, uh, since we mentioned Morrow. Uh, oh, Morrow said two things in this match <sighs> that really bothered me. The first one was NXT L-I-V-E on U-S-A. And I was like, ugh, Morrow. <laughs> it's just cringy. And then he said, Tope Suicida, Mama Mia. And I was like, does... This guy just rhyme. This is just what he does. I I, I know Morrow. I've seen him work, or I've heard him talk yeah. and do his thing. Um, I'm not. I guess I'm not as familiar with him as I should be. But as, we'll stop throughout this thing. But he was annoying. Oh, he took away from those matches. 
I really thought Nigel and Beth were trying their hardest in this match and throughout the night to tell us a little bit about everybody, give us the right introductions, call the matches, talk about why people were doing who, why uh, EO had turned on Candice and all that sort of stuff and what that meant. Uh, and Morrow was just like rhyming things and making odd references. Yeah, and that's where I get super annoyed with that dude yeah. where it's the random like, oh, like, I guess there's a new rapper or artist out there named Lizzo. I guess yeah, she's I, I yes. don't know who yeah, it is. I know who she is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, what's oh, I just know like is. Lizzo says, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, hey, Grandpappy Morrow's here and I'm going to make references yeah. to the kids. He's like, hey, fellow kids. Yeah. yeah. He's just, and, he's a disaster. And, and that's what I mentioned. things he said, but man, is he, and I was just trying to think of like the random, like he would just do really weird word associations. He'd be like, he was beaten like a dog. Snoop Doggy Dog in the dog pound. I once adopted a dog from a dog. I bought him a bone. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Stop. And that's what I mentioned on one of the shows two weeks ago, that I believe it was two weeks ago, where I said on takeovers, I can't fucking stand him. On the tape shows, he's a little more reined in. Yeah. This is your first live show. Yeah, he was bad. You got to rein that shit. He was louder than everyone else, so he was yelling and screaming. Screaming. Like, Like, dude, listen, you don't need to scream to get your point across. Call it. Yeah, yep. high spots. Of course, mm-hmm. get that enthusiasm, but like, hey, it's a yeah. re- it's a rear chin lock. Like, dude, yeah. chill the be, fuck out. Be excited, but uh, pace yourself. Realize what you're doing. Level yourself out. Be part of the team. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't like him. But I guess he's going to be there. I mean, he's been there for a long time. Yeah. Except for that little break. Yeah, he's the head announcer. Uh, yeah. A couple things. It's just unfortunate. I thought the... And this is where I was going to be like, okay, let's see what we're mm-hmm. rolling live out of full sale now. Production all night was flawless. Yeah. I didn't think they missed any camera cuts, nothing. Lighting looked no, great. Looked good, yeah. Crowd looks great. Didn't look as big as a regular WWE show. I kind of liked it. The, the lighting's it's, a little more low key, was lit a little more real. Didn't look like a movie production set. The entrances were good. The ramp was good. The setup looked nice. It just looked like a well-filmed wrestling show. Yeah, and if you're aiming to be different, mm-hmm. you're setting the stage. It, yep. it looks different. Yeah. I mean, black mat, yellow ropes. It looks different. That's mm-hmm. what you want. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Another thing that, and we're not going to touch on every one that happened because it did happen periodically throughout the yeah. night, uh, video packages yeah. on stars. Yep. Fantastic. Great. Absolutely. Talking about, hey, we don't need to go on three minutes about who Adam Cole is. Here's 45 seconds. He's a champ. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole, baby. Super kicks. Yeah. Whatever. There it is. Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic. Hey, they had a match a couple yep. weeks ago. Here's the recap. Oh, it's by the way, week. it's going to be next exactly. week. You got to th- introduce these people. Awesome. Not everybody watches NXT. I didn't. I watch a ton of wrestling and I didn't really watch NXT. So you got to introduce these people. You got to. Teach the fans why they care, why these matches are happening, why they should like these people or not like these people. And I've been complaining about it through, I think, the history of the handful of shows on this that we've done. Uh, I needed that, and this show finally did it. It was like, perhaps, maybe you didn't watch, maybe you don't have the network, here's who these people are. They did that for Velveteen, they did it for everybody. Yeah, and I thought they did it's a great really job. well done. It's something I think is lacking in wrestling as a whole. They just assume that people know, or in the age of the internet, people can look it up if they don't know. And that's, your job is to let me know. Tell me why I should care. Yeah. So, 
Up next, we had the man with the wacky hat, Cameron Grimes. The technical savage. Oh, boy. Going That's up against... What calling him. Oh, I know. Going up I call him Grimy. <laughs> although he washed Gr- his... He, greasy, Greasy. Sir. <laughs> greasy. Grimy Grimes. He washed his hair this week. His hair had some bounce and some volume. And I looked at that. I was like, I no longer believe your gimmick. Carnies don't shower. Oh, and he, he uses conditioner. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm out on this guy. Yeah, I saw the volume and the bounce. Yeah. As a man with a great head of hair, yeah, I, can, I notice it. Yeah. All right. It's fine. It's a good thing to have. You know, you're not going to walk around life being greasy. But his gimmick is that he's greasy. <laughs> and then he washes his hair. I don't get it. So he went up against Sean Maluda. Offa's nephew. Yes. I looked that up because yes, I was is. like, he's a Samoan. They touched on it. They did very, very briefly. It's like, oh, who's he? Who? who what Which, progeny you is know he? What? That's fine. That's awesome. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like, you don't need a big, like, no. oh, wrestling, like famous wrestling family. Yeah. You can put the pieces together. Well, lots of people, if you say off of the, the wild Samoan now, lots of people aren't even going to know. That was so long yeah. ago. Which is sad. Oh, you people you know, should know. Yeah. You should, but maybe you don't. He was in Cruiserweight Classic. I know he's just PC guy, which yeah. that's cool. You don't, not every PC guy needs to be mm-hmm. star, but hey, if he's making more money there yep. than he was on the indies, exactly. more power to him. Beat him in five seconds. This was squash. a squash. Squash, squash, squash. Yeah. With the the double stomp, even though it was one leg, because he didn't get <laughs> but even then when they replayed it, they're like, oh, the double stomp. And they got him with one leg, but that's all right. <laughs> it still looks cool. I still like it as a finish. Yeah. I think so. it's cool that this is three weeks in a row now. Yeah. We've gotten a Grimes segment. Greasy Grimes rising through the ranks. That, that's cool to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it. Build your new talent. Yeah. Uh, it builds his finisher as being deadly. Exactly. They seem you know, to like out him. Of, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Even. Exactly. And I like that as a finish. Yeah. They I'm, seem to like him. So more power to him. I think he looks weird and he's stealing Vin Gerard's gimmick, <laughs> but whatever. Just, he's just steampunk Vin Gerard. Yeah, not everybody can Nobody be, knows who Vin Gerard is. Not everybody could be that. unstable. Yeah. Next, mm-hmm. and this was the main event on the USA show. It was. We had the North American title match. Mm-hmm. The, the champion, the Velveteen Dream. Yes. Going up against Undisputed Era member Roderick Strong. Yeah. This went 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, including commercials, I believe. Okay. Roddy. Yeah. Got the win. Roddy gets the win. Got the strap. I kind of figured that would happen. Yeah. Uh, they want all the gold on Undisputed Arrow for TV. I get it. It's fine Fine by me. To me, that means the Velveteen's going to get pushed into the main event picture. Probably go up against Cole. I don't think they'll do a blow-off against Roddy and like a rematch or return. What's the point? I think you, you know, the Undisputed Era interfered in the match, which cost Velveteen. So then Velveteen could turn around and be like, you know what? You beat me because you helped Roddy. I'm going after your leader, me and you, Cole. And even though you think Adam Cole's too short, uh, All right. I think he's a great wrestler. Enough. <laughs> and uh, I hope that's what they do. I hope that's where Velveteen moves on because he is he is and will continue to be one of their bigger stars. Great look, great moves, great wrestling, great personality. And, I, I, you know, I think it's good with him to get in the ring with guys like Roddy. Mm-hmm. Roddy's been doing it forever. Yeah. He's, I feel he's super underrated. He is. And he always has been super yes. underrated. The guy can just go. For sure. And Velveteen, he's still young. Mm-hmm. He's still growing. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of I, I've read some things where, oh, well, every Velveteen match is the same now. Guys, he's like 23 years old. Yeah, he's still exactly. learning. Mm-hmm. Let him learn. Yeah. He's still he's great in the ring, but he's still learning. Absolutely. Which is fine. It's good to put him with guys like that. Exactly. He does what he's comfortable doing. He doesn't want to screw anything up. Or look foolish because he's still young, you know. And he when he was on like that 
Tough Enough revival and Hogan like told him he was nothing or whatever he said and all that. I'm sure that's still in the back of his head. I just I, I think he's really good. I like what he does. Uh, I, uh, the thing I like a lot about him is that uh, he replaces the D's in wrestling moves with Dream. Yes, like the does. Dream Valley Driver and the Dream DT. <laughs> uh, I was try- racking my brain watching, trying to come up with other moves, but I couldn't think of any other moves that are just letters that have a D in them. We'll save that for next week, because yeah. now I'm going to think. It's- I was trying to think. Yeah. The only way I think of was STF, and there's not a D in it, so it doesn't make any sense to change to call it like the if he gets the step, team, he, he the step the, over uh, Dream front face lock. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I think it makes sense. Yeah. If he gets the tag team, it could be the uh, Dudley Dream Drop. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, that just sounded awkward. This was the main event. I thought it was good. Yes. Great uh, brawling. Really, the brawls kind of let you know that something was on the line, that there's something built to this. It's what a lot of wrestlers don't do. A lot of wrestlers can't brawl anymore, which is one of the reasons why I liked Moxley in New Japan and what he's been doing since he left the E, because he's become a really good brawler. Uh, it really just made it like this match... There was there's history here. These people hate each other for real. Oh, he's hitting them for real. Uh, so I like that. I mean, it's they they both can do really smooth, great stuff in the ring. But the fact that they were just rolling on the ground, punching each other, just adds that extra to the beginning of the match. It raises those stakes. It gets me more involved. And then they can kind of work in the the suplexes and all the fancy shit later on. Yeah, and I definitely thought that it was a good way to end that first hour. Yeah. It made it feel big. Yep. Like, you know, the old anything anything could happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Exactly. Anything can happen. Title match as, as the main event on the TV. I don't know when they're going to go to two hours all on USA. I think not next week, but the week after. We had speculated, oh, so right when AEW's uh, on. Huh? I don't know why they did it. I thought maybe there would be something that preempted them afterwards, but I think they just showed like a rerun of... Like one of the USA original programs. Steve Austin. It wasn't. It was like I don't know suits or so. One of those shows. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> Silk stockings. Oh, <laughs> Nikita. Uh, I'll turn this into an old USA Network right? show right now. But uh, yeah, you know, great match. Roddy slaps his leg too much. He did the thing. It's just little things I noticed in the match. Who doesn't these days? Yeah, though? Just... he was doing the thing where he was. He had Dream tied up in the ropes and he was running from side to side hitting him. And I was like, I saw, I, I watched him do it, and he did it twice, and I was like, I couldn't tell how he was even hitting him. I could just tell that he was slapping his leg. Yeah. And I'm like, you're giving too much attention. I get it, you want that sound. Uh, everybody does it too much, but I was like, well, I couldn't even tell what he was doing. It was just odd. Just a little thing to know. Yeah. But it doesn't take away from the match. It was a great match. A good title change. Way to kick off the main event of your first live on USA show. Really, it was, it was really good. Bike yeah, for sure. and they snuck it at the end there that they are going to have Candice versus Baszler in two weeks. Yes, they did. So and they fit three matches in an hour. If you want to talk about letting this be a wrestling yeah. show, even though one <laughs> right? of them was a squash, yeah, three matches in an yeah. hour with a ton of packages and yeah. a ton of promos building for your stars. And they were building for the matches later in the night. Yeah. They were also doing the... Go, go on the app, get the app, get the network, and yeah. watch Killian Dane and Matt Riddle murder each other in the streets. You're dealing so, with, honestly, you're dealing with professionals. You are. This is not their first yeah. rodeo. These guys have been doing That's it forever. That's going to be a, a very, know. that is going to be, I, I think, an obvious thing when AEW starts, is that even though it's Trips' show, NXT's the first time on live TV, you're going to see 
a professional production crew who've been filming professional wrestling and showing professional wrestling on TV for longer than I've been alive. Yeah. So it's going to be it, it, maybe not live for as long as I've been alive, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. AEW has to has a lot big shoes to to step into and try and actually compete. Aside from the fact that people are going to want to watch and see these other cool wrestlers they have, they have to be able to match the production and everything too, or people are going to be like, "This is crackerjack bullshit." You know, like you can't look like Ring of Honor on whatever channel they're on. Their their shows are fine. When I watch, they're okay. I don't like a lot of their roster, uh, but they they don't look bad. They don't look great, but they don't look bad. But you can't be on uh, up against the WWE and look like that. They it's are not going to work. They are a show of their former. Oh, they one hundred percent are. <laughs> that company died a long time ago to me. Yeah. The next hour was supposed to start at nine o'clock for me. Okay. For everybody, really. Mm-hmm. Um. I could not get into the network, which yeah. I, I texted you, you and I was like, hey, do you have my login? Like, is yeah. this, are they pulling some, oh, we can't have two at once? Yeah. Nope. I no. have my own login. We are law abiding on this podcast. Yeah. No piracy here. But uh, really, I just got three months free and forgot to cancel it. <laughs> A lot of people were having issues. Yes. Um, I started late. I had no issues. I, I gave up for a while. Okay. Uh, I was trying to log in on my phone, couldn't get in yeah. through my Xbox, through my PS4. Tried three different ways. And I was like, sure. "Listen, I'm trying here. You don't want me to watch it? Fine." Yeah. Uh, finally, about nine thirty, I okay. got in. I don't know. They didn't really say what happened. I don't know. If I if I was them, I'd spin it as, "Oh, well, the Russian people yeah, trying exactly. to log the, on to the, the network." That's what I would say. The spin flood, that shit, boy. The flood came over, and you know that's a lot of people logging in at once, especially when you end as hot as they ended. Yeah. Uh, with Undisputed Era at the ramp, all celebrating together. All of them have the gold. All yeah. the gold. It's a great image. Uh, yeah, it's a good. It's it's just a good hot way to end a show and get people in knowing that there's more. And then when they came onto the network, the thing I liked is that they were still at that same spot. Yep. They didn't move on immediately. You came on the network, they're like, if you weren't watching on USA, Roderick Strong just beat Velveteen yeah. and did all this stuff. And it was really a quick cool. recap. Exactly. Even though we just watched it, but you got to see, maybe got to make sure people, you don't know when people are coming in, make sure they're comfortable, make sure they're ready. Give people that time to switch over. I know that when that, like, I'm going to watch till the credits roll and it's going to take me a few minutes to switch my input on my TV, put on my Roku, open the app. The app's got to load. I got to watch that. Don't try this at home video video they put up all that kind of stuff so it's like let this happen let it breathe a little bit let everybody get get signed in and ready before they roll into the action that i loved that from a production angle yeah it just it just made made it feel like wrestling supposed to yeah the first match that kicked off uh, on the second hour was pete dunn bruiserweight against arturo if i pronounce this wrong i'm sorry ruas ruas all right so you pronounce like shogun ruas yeah all right I didn't know a thing about Arturo Rua, Ruas. Uh, I know he's handsome, devilishly handsome. This was this yeah. was a very handsome match. Yeah, he. From what I've read, because I did some some looking up afterwards, I guess mm-hmm. he's been in Evolve. Okay. Um, Pete Dunn got the win. Yep. About seven minutes it went. Mm-hmm. A lot more competitive than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, I thought well, it was awesome. Me too. When I saw Pete Dunn come out and this other guy came out, I was like, oh, another Pete Dunn enhancement sort of thing because yeah. they love him. And this guy, the other guy, Arturo Ruas, was doing capoeira. He was wearing the, yeah. the gi. He came out. He had the bands wrapped around his arms. I thought he had a really good look. He looked tough. Like He looked like a fighter. Like He'd actually be able to yeah. kick people's asses. Uh, and then he wasn't wearing shoes, so Pete Dunn destroyed his toes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> 
He but, was doing the uh, the Eddie Gordo character select screen from Tekken Dance. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, look at this. Yeah, this is real cool. It was. Uh, we'll say to get back to the Morrow bashing. Oh boy. Uh, Morrow said about Arturo, he has more kicks than a baby in a womb, and I was like, that is terrible. Uh, I wish somebody would kick Morrow in the head. I mean, I'm not gonna go that far. I do. <laughs> I will. Like, listen, I, I get the dude has gone through like bipolar stuff. And uh, no problem. He's a great this. story, yeah. honestly, fantastic. I, I like him in MMA because he yeah. he used to do like the mm-hmm. uh, English overdubs with Boss Rutten for Pride. Yeah. yeah, he does Bellator, he does Showtime boxing. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, dude, somebody's got to get in yeah, his I'll, ear. I'll never fault anybody for taking their mental health first. Which is I, I agree. When you see I later agree. Leo Rush, yeah. they talked a lot about that. Marl brought up his own problems. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't, I don't support bullying. Uh, if we really want to get into it, JBL can go fuck himself. <laughs> but uh, I just somebody needs, like you said, somebody needs to get in his ear. Somebody needs to give him training. Maybe they don't because they know he has all this experience in other sort of combat sports. But he takes away from that show more than he adds anything. Yeah. There's times in these matches where I'm like, oh, end it just so he shuts up. Yeah. And that should never happen. Commentators are supposed to be an addition to the match, not a distraction. And he is a distraction. Yeah, they need to let it breathe. Yeah. And I'm not just saying this just because New Japan is my favorite promotion, but their American commentary team do a great job on letting things yes. breathe. Yep. Let the crowd let let the crowd build. If there's a loud crowd reaction, shut up. Yeah. So the people at home can hear how loud the crowd is. Yes. Let it breathe. Yeah. All right. I think that I'm done with Morrow after yeah. that. Pete Dunn. Let's, yeah. Great. Again. Yep. Totally you know, uh, Super they impressed love with that dude, though, that Arturo Ruas. Yeah. Hope to see more of him. Me too. Love I think he, I think he can be really good. I don't know how far he can go, but the the karate martial arts gimmick, uh, he can, if, he, if he at least gets as popular as Steve Blackman, he's all right in my book. You know, I, and I... I think I maybe liked it a lot because uh, this past Saturday was Bloodsport 2. Yeah. And I feel like that got a lot of praise. I didn't watch it yet. I, I'll, I'll try to catch it eventually. Yeah. But you and I, we were at the first, mm-hmm. uh, well, the second Bloodsport. First Josh Barnett. The Barnett's first Josh Barnett one. Bloodsport yeah. over WrestleMania weekend. Incredible. Yeah. And I, I, I think it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe, I don't know, maybe I was more partial because I've been seeing some gifts and stuff yeah. online. And I liked, I love that style. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of strikes and yeah. holds. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was a good match. Next match that we had mm-hmm. was Zia Lee. Zia Lee. Against some girl who looked like a Kardashian. I guess that's her gimmick, Aaliyah? Aaliyah with Vanessa Bourne. Okay. That was who seconded her. Oh, so ring. that's why Moro said something like it's about to get born and bougie. Well, that's, their, that's their tag name. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. boy. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Aaliyah looked like other Camella and Vanessa Bourne. Uh, looked like when she first came out, I was like, Tamina? No, I don't know. <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, I, I like Xylee. She looked like a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, she did the fan thing. Um, that she, wow, she almost oh yeah when she killed herself. I, that, that she botched. That was rough. Oh uh, man. And then her finish is like the slow mo Osprey spin kick. Yeah, thing. Robinson special. Yeah, the Robinson yeah. special. But she only did like one turn. Yeah, uh, which is fine. Yeah, I not mean, many. Honestly, not many dudes could. Not, yeah. not many do not many people, not many people. Say, yeah, can, do the can things do that. Osprey does. Uh Lee, though, at the end of the match, uh, she she picked up the victory and was like posing and stuff. Crazy traps on her. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's I liked her. I think she's a good look. 
you know, she made she had that botch, which is a problem and might hurt her in the long run. Um, but I, I, from the looks of that match, she could be a good addition, I think, to the rest of their roster. Uh, the other two, Aaliyah, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. they just they, they didn't do anything really super special to me. It was it was just it was probably the weakest match in the whole show. Um, it was a squash. It was yeah. a, you know it went. I don't even yeah. think it went two minutes. Yeah, it it wasn't anything special, but it was fine. Uh, just I think they're just trying to try people out, see who sticks. Yeah, build characters. And, uh, what I liked was after so. that botch. It didn't stop her. She just she got right. Yeah, she got right back on track. Commentary didn't call it out. Don't don't call it out. Don't redo the spot. Just let it go. Yep. And and you know she picked up her momentum and and the crowd Mm -hmm. popped when she won. Which I was like, hey, that that's cool. Just keep it going. Yeah. I thought I thought it was cool. Yep. Up next, we had um, I I don't know his what his real name is. Um, I wrote down Denzel Biv DeVoe. It's it's, because, Den, it's Denzel Dejournet. Close enough. Or Dejournet. He, he looked like the fourth member. He of looked Bill like DeVoe. a jobber. Is who what he looked like. Denzel when he came heads. out, I was like jobber. Yeah. So he was in the ring, and knowing that he was going to wrestle Kushida, yeah, he, who is great. I was like, yeah. this poor guy. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a career somewhere down the line, but right now his job is to lose to Back to the Future yeah. Kushida. Yeah, it just made me want to... But I was wrong. Sig But I was wrong. We didn't get to the match, We though, did not. Because we had Marcel Bartel, mm-hmm. which I don't even know if you can name which one of Imperium he is. No, I only know Alexander Wolf. Okay, we had... Oh, the bald one speaks German, so that's probably not his name. No, the bald no. one's Fabian Eichner. Okay, there Here's you go. the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. Bartel does some... definitely <laughs> German. 100%. Yeah. See, that dude's great. Yeah. Uh, they came out and just... Beat the ever living yep. shit out of this yeah. dude, but great, great. By the way, great look. They they dress alike. They look tough. They look mean. That match of uh, tracksuits, man. Yeah, Alexander Wolf was insanity and was kind of the weakest link there, and seems to have found a better place in NXT UK. Which is great. Uh, happy for him. Don't know if he still does the mosh. As his I taunt, hope not. Uh, but, but yeah, no. The awkward. matching tracksuits. I immediately know yeah. that you're bad guys and yeah. your friends, your friend bad guys, yeah. your group of bad guys. They're, I think they were all wearing like Vans, and I'm like, yeah, these guys are great. And then, but we're all waiting. Well, and that's what I was going to mention. While this guy's getting beat down, yeah. you just hear the crowd. Mm-hmm. We want Walter. Yeah. And where's the general coming from? And he came out, mm-hmm. and that place such a good segment. Yeah. <laughs> such a good segment. It makes them all look like monsters. Yeah, and uh, Walter's a monster already. I but when love he just came, like they're all they stand in the ring at attention, and his music hits, and it's like the perfect music. <laughs> and he comes out, and he stands with the chin up, and the one arm behind his back because his other arm's holding the belt. He just looks like a monster, and the crowd's just like doing yeah. the song yep. too. It just it that dude it looks gets, like a yeah. star, a superstar. <laughs> that dude, so get the rocket ship, strap it to his ass, <laughs> send it to the moon. That dude is legit tough. Looks legit tough. It just he's he is complete in my eyes, which is insane. Yeah, uh, and just I mean the crowd loved him, and it was just such a good entrance, such a good bit. And without having to run like a package on them, if you hadn't seen them before, you immediately know that these dudes <laughs> are badass yeah. and in charge. This, it left me wanting so bad, and I'm sure other people too, 
War Games coming up. Yeah. I want to see Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Oh, man. That would be crazy. It, it is. I but hope they get there eventually, but before that, but before that Kushida yes. was like, I'm not standing for this shit. This is my time, I'm boy. Kushida, this is my time. <laughs> And he tried to kick Walter's ass. He fed it off the other three. Yeah. Kushida's uh, great. Love you know, him. I think maybe people don't realize how great he was. I think he was a little overshadowed in, in New Japan uh, by your Ospreys. And so, I mean, he got definitely got his time. He held the, the, the junior belt and stuff. Yeah. But he's really good. Yeah. And he showed it there in his little bit that he did in the ring. That Absolutely. He's crisp and good and believable yeah. that he could step up to Walter and do something, even though Walter will swallow him whole. It gave me, like... I don't know. I'm like, man, I would love to watch this like yeah. match on like the main event of the first hour of Nitro. Yeah, it became <laughs> like, it became like a dream match for me that I didn't even know I wanted. Right? I was I like, man, never even thought of never. watching that. And I was like, man, this will be a really good match. It's conflicting styles. It's the little guy versus the monster. They're both so good. Uh, they just both know what they're doing. Uh, the promos will be weird because neither of them have English as their first language, <laughs> so the, you're a little bit of a struggle there, which is fine. I think they both cut the both that they talked to are both very understandable. Yeah, and fine. Of course. Sometimes you run into that Ludwig Borga problem, and it's you can't understand a thing anybody says. But um, no, great. I'm super excited. I I love them both. I love Kushida. I was worried they were going to waste him in the E, not use him for as good as he is, yeah. and instead they just basically just dropped him over in his red vest. Uh, and like you know, just looking like Marty McFly. Yeah. Uh, I will say so. I cannot wait for the first time Walter chops. Kushida. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it might, a, he might put his hand through his chest. Yeah. You know, it just it just makes me think, and, and it's different, but like it just brought back a little bit of that nostalgia of when they used to let Rey Mysterio beat regular sized human beings. Yeah, that big. He used to be the giant, killer. the giant killer. Yeah, uh, and Walter's not as big, and Kushida's not as little. As you know, Walter's not as big as the giant, and Kushida's not as not as little as Ray. But like, it just it get that same vibe. That underdog thing is already set up. You just know where everybody stands immediately. It's done really well. You could have said that Walter's not as big as Kevin Nash because we have to get a Kevin Nash. Oh, that's true. Every I mean, was, did you see that picture of him with the, How the could I miss shorts it? pulled? Oh man! In the words of Joe Sposo, that's a man ass man. That is a man ass man. Hundred <laughs> percent. What I like too is you know they said like, hey, we're gonna incorporate like NXT UK into yeah. it. Boom, there it is. Which leads to the next segment of okay, we're gonna incorporate 205 Live into this mm-hmm. to, for, as well. Boom. Next segment, Cruiserweight, number yep. one contenders match. Oni Lorcan mm-hmm. versus the returning Leo Rush, which I thought was a great surprise. Yeah, it was. You know, I know all the whatever backstage bullshit going on with Leo sure. and disrespectful and having some, some mm-hmm. mental health problems, which, you know, listen, if the guy needed to step away for that or, or he, to get it right, exactly. more power he to him. He acknowledged it, he stepped away, and yeah. hopefully he came back in a better place. Yeah, I agree. And he's not backstage uh, spitting on people or yeah or arrested and pulled out of a locker room oh man so i get, hope that guy gets get okay help too. if you need it that's yeah. what, what i'm saying is like yeah it's it, it's the right thing to do and culture what didn't always kind of feel that way yeah. wrestling culture is behind regular culture all the time anyway absolutely so you know the guys like Morrow, guys like leo uh plenty other guys out there are seeking help and fixing what's wrong before it starts to really destroy their lives or their chance. And I think that's a really great thing. I'm with you. I'm glad to see Leo back. Even with Morrow, as much as I think he is distracting on these shows, I'm still very happy that he's 
happy and healthy, at least appears to be, uh, and is doing what he wants to do instead of letting that sort of overcome him. Same. It's, I, it, it, I, it, I agree. It takes a lot of courage to do that kind of thing. So Yeah, anyway. I'm 1,000% I'm with you. Let's, let's get into this match. So the match and, we had was Leo and Orny. Mm-hmm. What, about 11 minutes, which... Okay. To me, it flew by because yep. those dudes were like a nonstop pace. Yeah. Leo beat Oni, which yep. kind of I was a little surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it would be like a hey, Leo, you're back. Yeah. Let's prove prove it a little bit. Uh, the dude can go. He can go. He can go. He needs to. He needs to stick with cruiserweights. I mean, he, he's a, he's a small, small, but the dude can go. Yeah. I, I loved him when he was Lashley's like mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It made him interesting. Yeah. Like, I was he like, man, talk, did you so do know he talk? Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. But he could go. He did like that, like cool, like third rope springboard stunner thing. Yep. I was like, holy shit. I like, that was awesome. I like the suicide dives. He'd go in between the bottom and second yeah. rope, like under what? the middle rope Just instead like of over. Race, yeah. yeah. It's that stuff. And he did a bunch of them. Like that stuff adds to it. I loved uh, Oni's gear. Oh, yeah. The blue tights with the yellow boots and the kick pads. Dude, I saw on Twitter. Uh, if you follow his Twitter, it was great. Yeah. Uh, I said it was a uh, tribute for uh, Killer Kowalski. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. It's great. It's just he looked like a wrestler. Like, I just I see that stuff sometimes, and I'm like, that's what a wrestler's supposed to look like. Yeah. Oni's so, awesome. Biff yeah. Busick. Yeah. Um, it, it was a great yeah. match. It I'm really sure was. those two ran into each other in, C- at mm-hmm. CCW at some point. I haven't watched CCW sure. in years, yeah. but... Uh, I thought it was great. I what the main thing that I <laughs> the main thing that I thought was um, really cool mm-hmm. that crowd got behind Leo yeah. quick. Yep. You know, and I was like, okay, like I thought Leo was gonna be like the heel here, but no, mm-hmm. they're like, nope. Yeah. Fuck you. This is our guy. Yeah. We love this guy. Like, we're, mm-hmm. and that's not saying that they don't love Oni because yeah. they were getting cheered too. But uh, Oni played his role perfectly, beating yeah. down the smaller guy. You know, cutting him off, things like that. When he went big eyed crazy. Whoa. whoa Loved it. Loved. Like, just, I was like, oh my God, he's going to murder somebody. Yeah. And those that's, strikes. You know, that's, those, oh, I love just sick strikes in yeah. wrestling. Uh, and so he, that part, I was like, oh man, crazy Orny, or Orny, Oni yeah. is a uh, fan. Oni, Oni, Oni. Oni, Is fantastic. So uh, I'm excited. It was a really good match. Hopefully, we get to see more of those. I know Oni's been there for a long time. But we're getting Leo versus Gulak out of this. Yeah. Leo's number one contender. I feel like that's another CZW thing. Yeah, that right? How weird is that? It's, yeah, the, the right. The cruiserweight division is, is overrun with CZW <laughs> alum. Zandig is expecting a check, I'm sure. <laughs> He'll probably drop a couple pounds and try and get in himself. <laughs> Golly. Maybe, maybe NXT, their 205 Live will have Lobo as their <laughs> oh, Cruiserweight champ, or 205 Live champion. Oh, boy. Main event time. Yep. This was the build-up for the second hour. It um, was. It was Street Fight. The bro. The bro. Matt Riddle. The original bro. Yes. Yeah. Versus your guy. My, my dude. My dude for a long time. Killian Dane. Killian Dane. Thing that I loved immediately when it started, mm-hmm. Dane did not t- even take the vest off. He nope. just immediately went after Riddle. I was like, speaking of vests, uh-huh. uh, not a t- I did do a slight, a very brief vest count, not a ton. Uh, I believe that uh, Greasy Grimes is wearing a vest. Yep. And Killing Dane wearing a vest. So two vests. I don't remember if there's any other ones. So. I want to say Sean Baluda was wearing a vest mm, too. Maybe I'll have to go back. I didn't do as good a job on the vest count as I thought. Bianca Belair wore a vest. Oh, really? Mia Yim wore wow, a vest. Wow, I missed it. I missed vest count real bad. Oh, I screwed this man. all up. You all guys right, so I'll get back on vest count. Sorry. Vest count. That's all right. All right. Well, let's it, go back. It was that. exciting. It was an exciting show. It was a really good show. It was yeah. pumped up. It was pumped. So 
You, I thought, okay, we're just going to get like a crazy street fight, yeah. which started out. They're on the outside beating yep. the shit out of each other. Get into like just a, brawling monsters. Yeah. yeah, which is what it, yeah. street fight should Matt be. Matt Riddle, legit yeah. tough guy. Fuck a wrestling match. It's yeah. a street fight. Killian Dane, probably legit tough guy, but yeah. at the very least looks like he can just maul someone. Yeah. Uh, very hairy shoulders. Yeah. Which, uh, fuck yeah. I, no, I love his look. I said before, I like fat guy wrestlers. He actually looks like he dropped some weight. He does. Not he as looks big great. As he, once was. he looks fantastic. Uh, he's thinning out a little bit in the in the top there. Well, uh, a lot of those guys do. Know, it's just gonna, like just, just like bald Jackson. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit before uh, you know he goes the Baron Corbin route and he yeah. sh- just shaves it down. But uh, I've been a Killian Dane fan for a long time, pretty much ever since I saw him because I like big fat hairy guys. Yeah. Uh, in in wrestling, only in wrestling, <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. yeah, well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so I was excited for this match. Excited for it to be street fight. Apparently there was some build. I hadn't seen any of it other than the packages they showed me. Yeah. But that was enough. Uh, and then uh, shit got real. <laughs> All hell broke loose. I yeah. this is uh this was actually one of the first times I think in a while outside of like uh, New Japan mm-hmm. where I legit like sat up in my yeah. chair and I was like, oh yeah, shit, what insane. is going on? Yeah. When they went through the back and they had like the Sons of Anarchy standing there cheering, I like, wrote, just clapping along. Yeah. And, I started writing down. I wanted to remember everybody who was going to be there. So I started writing down and then I was like, I can't keep up. No. So there was Forgotten Sons of Anarchy. Walter was well, like eating. And, and this is this is what I wanted to touch on. Walter, I think he was just enjoying a nice meal. <laughs> yeah, right? You know? He's not a bad guy. I, he just... When he got up and fucking gripped Riddle and started choking him, I went, oh, (laughs) oh, I was like, I need this now. Put it in my veins. And then we got Street Profits. They came out of they nowhere. Came out the of crowd nowhere. went fucking yeah. crazy. And we were like, also my boys. And then Dunn. And then Sean Balou was like, there. what is going and on? And then uh, 3.0, whose names I can't remember. Martel uh, and somebody. Was it Parker and Parker, Martel? Parker, maybe. Well he, well, he was Scott Parker. I don't know if he is anymore. I don't know. They're the best still. I, lo- it doesn't I, matter. I love those dudes. It doesn't matter. But they'll always be 3.0 to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just craziness. Uh, the term kendo stick still breaks my heart. It's a Singapore it's cane. It's a Singapore God cane forever. I say that out loud to myself. I'm sitting. I was sitting here watching wrestling by myself, and they said kendo stick, and I still at the TV go Singapore K because <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be. But I get it. The thing that I absolutely loved about it was everybody that ran out. It didn't matter who was face, who was heel. Everybody was hitting everybody. Yeah, oh yeah, it was just an I was like, brawl. Was I'm crazy. like, they look like they're trying to kill each other. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah, it was great. Like it. It felt like, and I think I, I might have tweeted this last night. I was like, it felt like an end of like an old Nitro to me, yeah. where like WCW brawl against mm-hmm. NWO, yeah, and just all yep. fucking hell crazy. all around the arena. Like, it was honestly, I, like, I'm getting like super pumped yeah. right now just because I was like, uh, that's how yeah. much I loved it. Yeah. I fucking so loved it. I, I imagine they'll have to do more with Riddle and Dane. Oh, that's right? not done. That, can't that is be. not done. So maybe they'll, I wonder if they'll, they'll do the WWE thing and make it a lumberjack match or something. Kind of incorporate everybody who's brawling too. You know, that war, seems to be war games w- is coming up. Yeah. That seems to be a very WWE thing. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to, listen, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and yeah. be like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take the back seat. Yeah. I'm on this journey yeah, with you. Of course. Let, let ta- you show me where you want to go. And that's how it should be with wrestling. Like, yep. show me where you want to yep. go. I can get out of the car anytime I want if I don't like where we're going. Mm-hmm. But 
I'll, I'll, I'll ride for yeah. now. We main evented. It wasn't even a match, really. It didn't no, last that long. It, like, it but, really like, if didn't. You, if you watched that. It was a fight. And it ended, like, and the, the credits rolled, like, the little thing in the corner came up. Yeah. And, NXT, and they said, like, oh, whatever they say to close the show. If you weren't like, I need more of this right now. <laughs> right. Like, that's it's how you end a wrestling show to yeah. bring me back next week. A hundred percent. That's why I was like, I need, like I said, yeah. I need more. I want mm-hmm. more of this. The, like, it, I haven't seen a show end like that in yeah. a long time, I think, anyway. Like, it was just pure going off the air, and dudes are just swinging at, yep. for the fences at each other. I thought it was awesome. Um, the whole show overall, um, I I don't think you could have started any better. No. I really don't. No, I for the debut on USA, for what's going to be their attempt to gain the ratings in the Wednesday Night War, um, it's a great first shot. Uh, I hope they can keep it up. They have plenty more talent. I mean, we still haven't seen the depth yeah. of their roster yet. So, they, I mean, it's just great stuff. I was really impressed by this show. I really enjoyed it. Had a ton of fun watching it. Yeah. So I really hope that they keep the same energy. Yeah. Um, you know, I watched afterwards a video uh, after... You know, they went off the air. Mm-hmm. Trips came out, and he rallied up the crowd just saying, like, listen, when we say we are NXT, I yeah. mean you guys. Mm-hmm. We can't do this without you. Yeah. This motherfucker went in the crowd. And oh, then, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, and they're, and there they're was, like, sale. a full-blown, like, yeah. rallying cry. Like, like, listen, if you thought yeah. this was good, this is what you're going to get. Yeah, and they're in week. full sale, so they have to – got to be bringing the same people back, right? Crowd, you got to fill yeah. that place. The crowd is – they're the most familiar so, crowd it's going to be, yeah. you know? And that's – like, the crowd was hot yep. all night. All right, it's another thing all I complained night. about in the last two shows. The quiet crowd, not paying – maybe they weren't paying attention. Maybe they were too much into the wrestling. They were hot for this. You give a crowd something to be hot about, and they're mm-hmm. going to be hot about yep, it. Definitely. You know, that's why these super long shows sometimes on the main brand, like, you get mm-hmm. fucking burned out. Yep. I can't sit like, yeah. I can't watch four hours of Clash of Champions. I just can't do it. Yeah, I gotta go do something else. This I was like, I, I give me more. Yeah, I want yep. more. We got two hours. We got like six matches, seven if you count Riddle Dane at the end. Yeah, so that's you know three and a half an hour. Uh, pretty great. And yeah. they didn't skimp on the packages and the building up and the introducing people. No. Uh, everything that, was just told well with the right time limit. And uh, it was just a, a killer show. And that's what I was saying before. Like, listen, these guys know formatting. They yeah. know how to format a show. Mm-hmm. They know what goes where. You know, like Trips, I, I uh, listened to like an interview with him afterwards. And he said, like, yeah, like, you know, the first hour, we have to figure out commercial breaks. He goes, because mm-hmm. when, when it's 9 o'clock and USA wants to cut off, we got to go. Yeah. We can't run over, you know. Yep. Network, we can run as long as we want. Yeah. We got to go. Yeah. Like, we have to go. So that's, and, and I thought they did a great job yeah. first night. Uh, I think it's only going to get better. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that last night, that was, oh, I thought they absolutely knocked it out of the park. It is, it is good wrestling, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I have some ratings numbers here. Ooh, some viewers, some ratings. Uh, that I looked up today, and it got some varying sources that gave me slightly different numbers. Uh, I just I, I went with some. They they were all pretty close. Some were a little bit different. So uh, NXT's ratings for USA were 1.179 million viewers is what okay. they pulled in. Uh, a 0.43 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. Damn, you're really and on the side. I was. And they were the number four rated show on all of cable at that time slot. Okay. So 
I don't know what any of that means. I don't either. So I was like, <laughs> let me see what Raw and SmackDown do. Yeah. Let me let me pull those numbers from this week and yeah. see what they're doing. And I'm not interested in dropping what they were last week or sure. overtime, all that. But Raw pulled in 2.2 million, so about double what NXT did. Okay. Uh, but that makes sense. Raw is the longest running episode sports yeah. action gladiatorial battle television show of They've all time. They've only been on TV for 25 exactly. or 26 years. That's so they Raw also did a .72 in the 18 to 49 demo and were the number five show in their time slot. Yeah, and see, I know it's kind of hard right now with Raw, with like Monday Night Football. Yes. That's going to be tough. Yes. So, but NXT is number four. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that drops, especially because we talked later on Wednesdays with New South Park starting with, uh, it's always sunny. I guess they're a little later. Yeah, they start at but 10 o'clock. Yeah. But it's still, it'll be interesting to see if people are going to use that as a lead-in and yeah. then how they dip with AEW yeah. when that starts. But so SmackDown this week pulled a two-point... Zero six million, so a little less than Raw, uh, a little less than double NXT. Yeah, pulled a point six three in the eighteen to forty nine demo, and was the number seven show on cable in this time slot. So I mean, mm. no, I don't know anything about ratings. Yeah, it seems like it's a pretty good debut, though. I think, uh, you know, yeah, USA. So. Uh, from what I saw, they said last week USA in that time slot uh, didn't even pull. A million viewers for whatever it was on. They pulled like nine hundred thousand. Well, probably Temptation Island or something. I, like that. Who knows? I don't know. Is that still a show? <laughs> the Chris, the Chrisleys. It reruns a psych. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, so that's a ratings bump. Yeah. Hopefully they can keep it. Hopefully word of mouth on how good this show was um, gets that going. But I would assume the number four show on cable is a pretty good showing for USA, on, yeah. uh, especially on a night when they were just showing reruns, right? They didn't, yeah. They didn't, it's not like they took a show that was super popular and bumped it for NXT. The yeah. time slot was open. Yeah. So, you know, like maybe they were going to show the Grizzlies. I don't know. Oh. So, yeah. So I, I think it's a good showing. I'm going to try and keep track of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, kind of write it down, see, and see how it goes over the course of time, see when, how much when AEW starts, how much the ratings sort of flip-flop back and forth. I don't know if this accounts for DVR. I don't know any of that stuff. I'll go on these base numbers, and we'll see how they do, if they can keep it up, uh, if they go up and up, if AEW takes away from them. Who knows? Yeah. Super encouraged by last night. I yep. great show. I did, honestly didn't have a single complaint outside of like Morrow. But mm-hmm. you know what? Listen, if you're giving me that good of a show, I'll bite the bullet. The, in know? the end, at the end of the show, I was like, man, that's a great show. Yeah. Watching the show, I was like, Morrow needs to shut up. Yeah. But after the show, I was like, that was a great show. So yeah. that's that's a success. Yeah. Hopefully, Morrow will get better. Uh, people can get in his ear. You know, I, I don't think it's worth anybody. I mean, nothing's worth anybody attacking anybody on social media. No, that of crap. No, it's not. But uh, I just think he needs to kind of learn his what he's doing and learn how he needs to. He, he's the lead guy, but he needs to support the other people. Yeah. Especially someone like Beth Phoenix, who is new to that sort yeah. of aspect of the business and does bring some valuable information. She when definitely she's does. Absolutely. Uh, Nigel is, I think, the best one on that team. Yeah, I agree. Having the wrestling experience, he's able to kind of call the match and give you the, sort of enhance it and tell you why what they're doing, why they're doing it, and how they're doing it. Of course. Uh, so Morrow needs to learn to feed off them and feed them a little bit to bring everybody up. Yeah. She just needs to stop yelling and coming up with the stupid references. Yeah. But it wasn't enough to ruin a show in any way. It's just enough for me to be like, oh, that's a, that's a little distracting. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, like when we started this, the first little preview episode that we did was, you know, we don't want to completely shit on 
No. Everybody, I, I'm trying. To, I'm, we're both trying to be super positive about yeah, I mean, I wrestling. Can shit on wrestling, if you want to shit yeah, on wrestling. But this isn't what we're here for. Because I how I, I actually feel about the young bucks. <laughs> I don't want to sit here and you know talk about how much I fucking hated something for two hours. Because no. at the end of the day, that does nothing good for oh, me. And I love or for you. I want. I want to love wrestling. And I want to continue to. You so. know, at the beginning of the show, like talking about like. Kenny and shit, like, listen, like, if you do dumb shit, I'm going to call you a yep. fucking idiot. Like, that's, like, I'm going yeah. to shit on it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's fine. But, like, la like last night watching that, I was like, yeah, this is why I love professional wrestling. Yeah. Like, and I, I, it was awesome. You, we have to talk about the stuff that people do good or bad, right? But you can't actively just shit on everything. It just doesn't make any sense. The reason why we said those things about Kenny is that, like, I think he needs to be better. I think they need to change their strategy because I want them to succeed. I don't want them to piss people off. I don't want. I don't even want myself to be turned away from their product because these guys are out on the media and on, and on yep. Twitter being shitheads. And that's what I was kind of getting at. Why, so, you know, I I don't want that because like that. Yeah. I don't care about that shit. No. Nope. And it just it it turns me off to it. But um, you know, again, I thought last night fucking tremendous start yep me yep. too really yep. enjoyed it uh i don't have anything else no though. i don't i don't either no so, i'm uh, i'm right. excited for next week's show me That's too we're, for sure we're coming close it's the last show before the yeah, wars actually kick the off last right one. yep it's the last so one that'll be you know the when the wars actually kick off that'll be a big a big deal for us yeah. for sure yeah uh but until then until next week even yes you can catch us in a bunch of places on the interwebs uh, you can catch us at the soon-to-be-named network, our home, our friends, our family, our podcast family, uh, at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, at STBN Network on Twitter. You can get us directly on Twitter at, at Wednesday War Pod, uh, Wednesday Night War Podcast on Facebook. If you have any questions for us, anything you want us to cover, and once again, if you want us to talk more about Kevin Nash... You can email us at WednesdayNightWarPod at gmail.com. You can download the show on iTunes. I will eventually get off my ass and put it other places like Stitcher and whatnot. <laughs> uh, but if you're not an iTunes person, what is wrong with you? Uh, because they are our overlords and control everything. Did you see the new update on the iPhone? Oh, yeah, I did. Dark mode? Are yep. you kidding me? That's but a game you, changer. If, if you're listening to us on your Zoom player currently, <laughs> uh, you can go to WednesdayNightWarPod.Podbean.com and check us out there. All these links are on our social media, so you can just go to the Twitter and check it out there. We post and repost, and it's in the description and all that fun stuff. Uh, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Help us out there. Give us a subscription. Give us some five star ratings. Or I mean, I'll take any rating really. Yeah. I, I hope you wouldn't crap on us. But uh, five stars would be great. Help get us noticed. Help us show up in whatever wacky iTunes uh, algorithm that may or may <laughs> not be real. Uh, and then personally, I guess if you want to see my real opinions about wrestling and comic books and uh, whatever else is going on in the world, you can find me on Twitter at the Duge. That's T H E D O O G E. And Brett, where can they find you? The look on your face when you say that, you're so proud of yourself. I am proud of myself I love because it. when I say it, <laughs> I think that I, I'm like, oh, am I sounding like Road Dog or am I sounding like Jeff Jarrett? I don't know. <laughs> I'm fine with either you one. Sound, you sound like both. All right, good. I like Perfect. It. I am at Perfect. Brett X 
Edge 570, and it's not because I like Edge the Wrestler. Yes, it it's is. It's because of my personal life choices. If you'd like to tweet. Your personal life choice of liking Edge as a wrestler. Oh, that, that has never happened. It's- if you want to talk... Holler at me. Well, I'll talk about New Japan. I'll talk about AEW. I'll we talk watch NXT. a lot of wrestling. Just because we talk about yeah. NXT and AEW, we here, watch. We watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> so you can find out who we like yeah. there. Uh, if you want to want to get a dissertation on Terry Funk, uh, come shout at me. If you want to talk about how great Tomohiro Ishii is, uh, I'll give you my phone number. Same. I'll, I'll do the same. Um, you know, uh, big shout out to this week's ad at at. At odds. Oh, with, at odds. With wrestling. Uh, those dudes are great. Yep. Love that show. There was some uh, talks of them thinking about going to the AEW show in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah? Coming uh, late oh, October. It's not sold out? Uh, I mean, Cody said it is, but, you know, um, <laughs> you know, when you can go get your $4 tickets on StubHub, that might be a little Ooh. bit different. But, well. um, you know, if those guys would, uh, if work uh, schedules work out, and if they'd like to uh, have a little crossover meetup uh, for AEW Philadelphia, maybe that'd be something on the table. Uh, we could think about it. Yeah. Uh, talk, I mean, talk to we, those dudes. we will be at the New Japan show in Philly. Yes, we will. Uh, in a week and a half, a week from Sunday. Yeah. Uh, if by some strange chance you're listening to this, and you'll also be at the New Japan show, yeah. I don't know how you'll find us, uh, but come say hi. Yeah. Because we'll be there. Front uh, row. DJ will be the guy trying to jump over the guardrail to hug Tomohiro. I will. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's my dude. That is my dude for real. So, All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate the support. And uh, pro wrestling, let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini. <laughs> of Podcast Network.